0: This is great. I'm very excited to be joined by probably one of the top lacrosse players in the history of women's lacrosse, Kristen Chelman Marshall. And you around here in Westwood remember Kristen from the early 2000s when she was a part of the original state championship team for the Westwood Wolverines back in 2003. We're sitting in your mom's kitchen. Great to be with you. How you doing?
1: I'm great. Thanks. Excited excited to be here and uh, relive some of those fun times.
0: Amazing to think of where things have gone since. And I looked today before our conversation about the fact that, okay, when was she here and when did she win the championship? And it was 2003, which was the first one. So it was like your first kiss. It was, hey, we did it. Can you take me back to that? Because you never could have expected that this lacrosse program would become what it's become over the last 20 years.
1: Yeah, it was it was an amazing time. And really across like all our Westwood sports at the time, we had a, you know, a really good soccer program. Our basketball team was amazing. I won a couple state championships and then, you know, it just like propelled us into the spring and Leslie just did an awesome job of just like making us work hard and having us see that vision and we uh kind of just all buckled in and believed it and it really like propelled us propelled us, you know, into our careers in college and post college and and also just the program. I think it was like a huge Kickstarter for you know for what it's become. So yeah, it was great.
0: No question about it. So for those who don't know, Kristen went on to Northwestern. And when she was there in Chicago, was named the Tawaratan Award winner twice back-to-back years as you were part of a team that won three straight national championships. So you had that foundation here in Westwood. And to be able to take that to the collegiate level and succeed in the way you did, did you have that confidence all the time that you knew that you'd probably be able to play at that high level?
1: You know, I I didn't initially, um, but this, the situations were kind of similar. Like, they paralleled each other where in Westwood, you know, we were building. We were kind of young and just hungry. Um, and it was a really similar situation when I got to Northwestern. And we're kind of, like, unknown. Um, and Kelly was kind of like Leslie. Like, just gave us confidence. Hey, you know, you, you guys are great. Just do you. And... Um, and uh, work hard, you know, it was all about, like, our work ethic. And, you know, we just kind of grinded. And I was definitely surprised at our how fast we, we found success there. Um, but, it, you know, we just, once we did, I think we all – found more and more confidence each day
0: so so update me just because i don't know forgive me for not knowing this but was the 05 championship the first championship for northwestern it was that's insane think about it you were part of the first championship of westwood and they've won 10 now since 2003 and how many championships has northwestern won if you don't know the exact number generally i think
1: it's seven that's insane (laughs) yeah 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 it's pretty awesome um pretty special yeah,
0: that's crazy. So what is it about Leslie Frank, who was the head coach here at Westwood for 18 years, won eight state championships, so involved with the Mass Elite program? What is it about her that was able to get a group of young girls together and get them focused to the point where they could compete at the highest level?
1: I think it's um, it's just like a, a relentless kind of like competitive mindset at least for me that I just synced well with that. And it was just a daily goal of just working hard and working at our game. And everyone just wanted to like play hard for her, kind of like similar, it, really similar to my situation in Northwestern. Like everyone wanted to play hard for Kelly and you have that team buy-in and then it's a great culture and everyone's kind of on the same page.
0: So you graduate in 07, you play for the World Cup team in 2009, which wins. So you're on the national stage, the international stage. But since then, The explosion of women's lacrosse has really been astounding to me. You know, we have our eyes opened locally because BC has experienced some success here. So maybe we weren't paying attention to Northwestern back in the mid-2000s. But, you know, as BC makes a run to these consistent Final Fours, people have their eyes open. They know Sam Apuzo, who won the Tawaraton, and Kenzie Kent, who played both hockey and lacrosse. And then Charlotte North, who was an amazing athlete who won the Tawaraton twice herself. So what do you think about the general growth of the game and how it's really exploded?
1: uh it's incredible and it makes it makes me so happy because you know when I was growing up and for a long time you'd ask like I'd go to camp and I'd ask kids like who's your favorite you know athlete or, or who's your favorite female athlete and everyone would always say a soccer like me a ham or like a soccer player or a basketball player like a not not a lacrosse player and now it's flipped like everyone says Charlotte North or Kesey Kent or you know Sam Apuza like you they say lacrosse players and to me that's like the most telling thing that like our sport has has come and we still have we still have a ways to go to get to more of like an international recognition I think that um, the Olympics will hopefully like really help that but it's come so far and it makes me just so happy.
0: And you're still so very involved in it not only with your full-time job working up in New Hampshire so tell us about that first and then we'll transition to what else you're doing here locally.
1: Yeah um, well I work for We Played Sports and we help you know, universities and um, athletic departments really organize and monetize their video, their um, college video. So it's super fun. Um, we have a great team based out of Boston and I love it. And then on the side, I'm able to do some lacrosse training as well and help some girls, uh, you know, sort of high potential athletes work on their game and um, develop as players. So it's a great combo.
0: I never played lacrosse so I watch it and I'm so intrigued by it. What separates an average player from a great player?
1: Oh, wow. I I mean, you know, I think there's the the natural given talent um, and athleticism, and then there's the skill part of it. You know, there's the vision as well. So being able to just adjust, read defenses, you know, make plays. Lacrosse is an amazing sport and I love it because there's so many elements of it that you can be good at and you can find a role uh which is kind of cool there's people who are great at the draw you know or like they're amazing defensive midfielders things like that so I love that part of the game where you can kind of find your specialty but overall you know the best players just have elements of everything and speed and vision like I said vision and all the little things.
0: So as we're talking about how you're helping younger players as they evolve and really navigate this course towards a possible recruitment at a big school, how do people find you?
1: (laughs) Either word of mouth or maybe Instagram. So I I tend to, I actually started during COVID really, and I had been training some kids. um, But then during COVID, some people asked if you know I could do some video for them when I'm training and so I started just posting some videos and just got really good feedback and people would reach out or respond to the videos saying this really helps me or you know can you train me as well and so it kind of it kind of just like escalated from there and ever since I've just been training a lot of kids who either reach out via Instagram or through friends and you know I'll post videos so that they can not only learn from it but others can see kind of what I'm doing as well and maybe learn from
0: it too. Well, if you're not tapping into her expertise and you're a good lacrosse player, it's your own fault. You saw the pictures that we're going to feature in the April issue of Westwood Living of the Westwood lacrosse team. Yeah, We really wanted to give them the credit they deserve. Get this, because the 2020 season was wiped out, there is nobody on this roster that's lost a high school lacrosse game. Wow. Can, can you imagine? Wow. Right, 49 straight wins. So when you come back and you see how dominant the program is, continues to be what do you think of that
1: well firstly I mean Margot has jo- done an incredible job stepping in and continuing with the excellence and taking the program to another level I think it's it's amazing so I'm so proud to be a part of it like a sport that can carry that much tradition and like keep that dominance up is so cool and um, you know I love fall like I follow the girls Probably don't know me but a lot of our, like our alums you know we follow and we watch and it's just it's really cool to have been a part of it
0: well you'll see in the story that those girls who are now seniors who I spoke with they went to the games when they were kids yeah. and you know, Olivia Williams who's one of the best players on the team. She would take the roster and highlight her favorite players. And she says, you know, I pinch myself a little bit thinking like I'm one of those people now. So it does start at a young age. It starts with that youth development and just making that impression. So she also looks forward as does, you know, Lil Hancock for instance to coming back yeah. and, and watching those who are learning the game now really take over for them. So there is some pride in that lineage of success, which I think is really cool. Now, as I walked in here this morning, I met your youngest daughter, and you are the mother now of three. Yeah. Come on, tell me about you know how that part of your life has evolved.
1: Yeah, three girls. It's amazing. It's cool to be able to pass the game down and start to coach them. I wrote a book with my mom, the ABCs of Girls Lacrosse, and you know had my oldest daughter Ella featured in the back, and Leslie was as well. Um, so it's just it's just really fun to. I, you know, hopefully they they love it as much as I did, and it's just fun to teach them and play around with them. And yeah, it's an exciting time. They're they're a lot of fun.
0: Well, good stuff. I appreciate a few minutes. I appreciate kind of the way you paved the road at a couple of different places, many different places. It can be argued, and I'm sorry, you're going to feel very uncomfortable for me saying this right in front of you, but you know, you paved the road to success here in Westwood. You paved the road to success in Chicago at Northwestern, and in many ways, you paved the road to success internationally. That is a lot of achievement, and you should be really proud.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: That's Kristen Marshall, who many of you know as Kristen Chelman from her days here in Westwood. We certainly appreciate your time. You can follow her journey on Instagram. account
1: at Kristen Chelman Lacks
0: there you go and by the way that is K-J-E-L-L-M-A-N if you did not know and of course you can follow our journey at westwood-living.com if you've got ideas for other people we should chat with certainly reach out to me T. Leiden at bestversionmedia.com and we will continue to have these conversations with fascinating people who have great stories but from the kitchen of Joanna Chelman (laughs) this is Tom and Kristen saying farewell this latest edition of the Westwood Living podcast